Hello, and welcome to the Let's Talk Attachments podcast. My name is Jessica De Silva, and I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and an attachment coach helping adults end their unhealthy dating patterns and create stronger, secure relationships. Attachment theory gives us insight into how we currently experience love through understanding our earlier attachment dynamics. I created this podcast as a safe space to share stories and insights on different aspects aspects of attachment so that you can better understand how this manifests in your own life. My only request is that you listen with an open heart and an open mind. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hello and welcome to today's podcast episode on why insecure attachment styles endure difficult relationships, okay, or just painful relationships in general. So as insecure attachment styles, whether you have anxious, dismissive, avoidant, fearful, avoidant, or any variation of those, we have learned unwillingly how to navigate very difficult and often painful relationships. And because this is what we've experienced as quote-unquote normal in our lives, we tend to subconsciously recreate and tolerate similar relationship dynamics despite wanting to you know deep down inside you know wanting to really experience a different or just healthier form of love and I wanted to preface and say yes you know seasons of relational hardship are normal but consistent long-term pain or dissatisfaction is not um and only you can really know that right it's such a personal experience to know okay wait a second is this something that just happens from time to time you know we were going through difficult circumstances my partner is experiencing this or i'm experiencing this that may be impacting the relationship which is totally normal right as life stuff happens right life happens um, events happen Um, it's not an easy process, but if we are consistently dissatisfied, right? If something within us is telling us something is off, something is wrong, um, you know, we're doing work, we're, we're, we're trying to, um, uh, approach these difficulties, but nothing is changing, right? You're experiencing a lot of resistance, maybe depression, anxiety, Um, and it just doesn't go away. It's this persistent feeling that is not normal. That is not normal. And that's something that you really, really have to look into and acknowledge and address within yourself. Okay. Your body is not going to lie to you. Your feelings are there to guide you. Your feelings are really there to guide you. So really listen to yourself and pay attention to yourself. Um, and there's going to be a lot of reasons in this episode that I want to, you know, share with you on why we may stay in relationships and tolerate, you know, a lot of dissatisfaction or consistent dissatisfaction and pain um, for longer than we should. So we're going to dive into kind of what that looks like and why we do what we do. So if you are anxiously attached, perhaps you endure a lot of rejection, right? You endure a lot of rejection, dismissal of your feelings, uh, neglected needs, self-abandonment, self-blame in your relationships. You have a tendency of overcompensating in your relationship in order to keep the relationship intact, right? Or just to keep people happy because if they're happy, then they stay with you. If they're happy, then they don't abandon you, right? You have this deeply rooted fear of abandonment and will tend to overcompensate with, um, 
uh, kind of neglecting yourself in, in that process, overcompensate with just overgiving and overdoing. Um, all at the expense of your own well-being and personal happiness. <clears throat> and I've worked with so many people that have an anxious attachment style who literally do almost everything in their relationship. I was at fault at this too, okay, right? They cook, they clean, they might, you know, take care of the kids, they pay all the bills, maybe they're the breadwinners of the family as well. Um, they meet the needs of their partner, they make sure everyone is happy, and yet they're physical and emotional needs go unmet. Maybe they endure, you know, being dismissed, they endure being neglected, rejected, feeling unloved or unsupported or receiving the very bare minimum, right? Which is going to lead to relationship and personal dissatisfaction. Um, and they're deeply unhappy with this dynamic, but they stay because this style of receiving love is somewhat normal to them, right? Anxious attachments have a history of inconsistent love, inconsistent support, inconsistency in meeting their needs, where they felt very dismissed and rejected and neglected in a lot of ways. And in order to compensate for that and get some of that attention that they needed and get some of that love that they needed they often you know people pleased they often um just overgave and overdid in order to get some type of love and affection okay um, if you are dismissive avoidant, perhaps you tolerate a lot of misunderstanding, crossing of your boundaries, criticism, rejection, feeling unworthy, unloved, unappreciated, or unseen in your relationships. Often what I see with dismissive avoidance is that they tend to partner with people that operate completely different from them when it comes to love. Right, you can imagine the typical anxious and avoidant dynamic, um, but both of them have such contradicting needs that lead to both of their dissatisfaction within the relationship. And as a result, avoidance will feel as though their efforts, right, they're, that they're, they're uh, not good enough, that they are a disappointment, that they just can't meet their partner's needs, um, which are similar feelings they experienced with their earliest relationship figures. Right, those feelings of just not being good enough, feeling like a disappointment, that other people are just incompetent and can't meet their needs or don't know how to meet their needs or understand them the way that they desire. If you are fearful avoidant, perhaps you endure mistreatment, you endure abuse, you endure self-abandonment, trying to fix or save your partner, betrayal, being taken advantage of in some way, shape, or form. I've shared this in previous episodes, but because I endured a lot of verbal, emotional, and even physical abuse in my childhood, I tolerated it in my adult relationships as well. So pain uh, equaled love to me, right? Pain was love to me. So I grew up with the notion that love was hard. Love is just painful. It is difficult. It is chaotic. It is dysregulating. And I just had to deal with it. I just had to deal with it. And often in fearful avoidant relationships and even anxious relationships, um, anxious attachment relationships, there is a lot of enmeshment. There's a lot of codependence within those dynamics. Um, so it's easy to abandon yourself because so often you are um, 
operating based off of what the other person needs and wants, right? There's no differentiation between this is how I feel and this is how you feel. This is what I want. This is what you want. It's it's all entangled. It's all enmeshed. So there is no sense of self, right? There is no sense of like self-advocacy. Um, we also, you know, in these... Um, in these relationship dynamics, tending to pedestal others and putting others' needs uh, before yours, right? Meaning your needs kind of go on the back burner, neglecting your needs, uh, conforming to what others want of you, allowing others to overstep your boundaries and believing that love is hard. And that again, you just have to toughen up. You just have to deal with it. This is why attachment theory is so illuminating because it shows us why we recreate similar relationship dynamics from our past, right? We, our attachment blueprints are very much ingrained in our subconscious mind. And if we don't bring awareness to those blueprints, right, we, or work on shifting them, we will naturally repeat them. Okay. So we just subconsciously repeat them despite wanting to experience something different. So some more general reasons why we endure difficult relationships is a fear of abandonment. All insecure attachment styles fear abandonment, but they're expressed in different ways. So those with anxious attachment may fear being abandoned by their partner and will cling to the relationship despite experiencing pain or dissatisfaction. Um, Individuals with avoidant attachment may fear losing their independence or autonomy and may remain in a painful relationship to avoid the perceived vulnerability of being alone, right? It can be very, very vulnerable and scary to be alone. So avoidance will often um, stay in relationships despite the discomfort and pain and difficulty because of the fear of being alone in that sense. Another reason is low self-esteem. Insecure attachment styles are often associated with low self-esteem and feelings of unworthiness. So perhaps you may believe that you don't deserve better treatment, right? Or that you are incapable of finding a healthier relationship or incapable of giving or receiving love in a healthy way. So this lack of self-worth can keep you trapped in painful relationships as you may feel undeserving of love and respect, whether you are consciously aware of it or not. Another reason that we already touched on is familiarity and comfort, right? Painful relationships may feel familiar to those of us with insecure attachment styles, particularly if you have experienced similar dynamics in past relationships or in your early caregiving experiences. Um, You know, despite the discomfort and distress caused by the relationship, the familiarity of these patterns can create a sense of comfort or security, making it difficult to break free. And this comfort and familiarity factor that I find is the biggest reason why people endure painful relationships. It's just comfortable, right? I don't know what's out there. I don't know if I'm going to find anything better. I don't know if I can be alone. There's so many fears that can really prevent us from stepping into the uncertainty, taking a risk, and you know, attempting to experience something better for ourselves. And I understand it's a very, very scary feeling. Um, but there's so much work, um, incredible work that you can do around your belief systems that can make um, taking those risks a much more empowering experience for you. Um, <clears throat> another reason 
is hope for change, right? Individuals with insecure attachment styles may hold on to hope that the relationship will improve or that their partner will change their behavior. Um, they believe that if they try hard enough or wait long enough, things will eventually get better. This hope for change can keep them invested in the relationship, even in the face of ongoing pain and disappointment, right? So we hear this so much, falling in love with somebody's potential or holding on to the potential of what someone can be without looking at the reality of the situation or looking at the patterns that have been ongoing, right? Patterns will never lie to you. We have to look at patterns so that we can realistically look at the relationship and what is being produced right what is what is happening within the relationship um so it's often these you know this this um hope for change and falling in love with someone's potential or holding on to the potential of someone that can cause us to stay for longer than we should and we insecure attachers do this a lot um another reason is dependency in the relationship Right, so insecurely attached individuals may develop a strong dependency on the relationship for validation, for security, emotional support. So we may fear losing the relationship and the stability it provides because it really does provide a, st a stability for us in our lives. Um, even if it's causing us pain, this dependency can make it challenging for us to leave as we may struggle to imagine life without our partner. I mean, that's devastating in so many ways. So I see a lot of clients who stay in the relationship because of, you know, financial dependency, for example, though they're suffering, their partner provides them with a roof over their head, food on the table, they pay the bills. Um, other people may be financially stable, but they depend on their partner for emotional support or just having someone by their side. I know personally that emotional uh, support and dependence has always been really prevalent for me. I have this deep-rooted fear of being alone in the world. <clears throat> um, and though this fear of loneliness is very normal to some extent, as it's uh, a very primal experience for us human beings, it becomes unhealthy when we try to mend this fear of loneliness with unhealthy placeholders. Just because um, or, you know, or just relationships that aren't aligned with our highest good. Um, and personally, I had to do a lot of work with unpacking my fear of being alone, which not to get too deep, um, led me to the topic of death, which is ultimately our biggest fear, right? If we are alone, the deepest, deepest fear is that right, is death. I'm going to die alone. That means death for me. And again, it's a very primal experience for us human beings, but we will not get into that topic today. <laughs> topic for next time. Um, another reason why we endure difficult relationships is fear of rejection. Those of us with insecure attachment styles may fear rejection or judgment from others if we uh, end the relationship. We may worry about being seen as a failure or being blamed or shunned. I mean, look at today's culture, right? Today's society with social media, everything is exposed. Everyone knows everything about everyone's life, right? So, oh my God, if I share that I'm divorced, that I'm breaking up, um, people are going to view me in this negative light. Like we're so worried nowadays with what other people are going to think because we're, we are so um, open. We share everything about our lives. So, you know, in today's culture, especially it's, um, it's hard. There's a, a deep, deep rooted fear of rejection 
just based off of, um, you know, how much sharing there is in our society and on social media. Um, so yeah, we don't want to be perceived as, um, we don't want to be, we don't want to be judged. We don't want to be judged. We don't want to be perceived as failures. Um, and my last and final reason why we may endure difficult relationships are the cultural and social norms surrounding relationships and marriage that can influence individuals to stay in painful relationships, particularly if divorce or separation is stigmatized or frowned upon. Right, so this includes pressure from family, from friends, or society, as I was just talking about. To maintain the relationship can further reinforce feelings of <clears throat> obligation and guilt. So overall, insecure attachment styles can have a multitude of reasons for why they stay in painful or difficult relationships. Um, often what I find with secure attachments is that they don't generally have these fears, right, that will hinder their ability to leave relationships if it's really, really not healthy. Um, they tend to be very authentic to themselves. Um, they tend to be very true with themselves and true with others. Um, and yeah, of course they're going to, you know, put all of the effort into trying to make the relationship work. Um, they often won't stay in those relationship dynamics if it is not progressing if it is really just causing a lot of pain to them however because relation um attachment styles are not fixed they can definitely change there's also a lot of cases where secure attachments end up becoming insecurely attached because they don't have those boundaries they don't um they stay in these toxic relationship dynamics for longer than they should so again nobody is perfect um, but it is really important to really have those skills in order to better navigate these challenges and, and know, okay, do I stay or do I leave? Where is, where is the limitation here? Where is the limitation here? Um, and just because, you know, relational difficulty or suffering is familiar to you and you can therefore tolerate it doesn't mean you have to. So I want to repeat that one more time, just because relational difficulty or suffering is familiar to you right you've experienced it in the past you dealt with it you survived it it doesn't mean you have to now as an adult it doesn't mean you have to tolerate it in your future relationships okay attachment science shows us that though we tend to repeat similar relationship patterns from our past we are not confined to those ways of experiencing love. We can learn how to shift our relationship blueprints by implementing healthier ways of thinking, feeling, and behaving. So this is all changeable, you guys. This is all changeable. So <clears throat> a couple things to kind of focus on, right? Understanding how your attachment style manifests. How does it manifest in, in the way you think and the way you feel? And most importantly, in the way you behave, um, really connecting with your values and your goals and using that as your navigation system, identifying your triggering patterns, right? What is triggering me? Because that's often going to lead you to the areas that you need to heal, that you need to work on so that you don't end up bringing those and projecting those um, insecurities and traumas into your future relationships. Um, understanding your needs, what are your needs? How to communicate your needs? 
um, how to advocate for your needs, how to understand the needs of others and learn how to balance that in a healthy way, challenging your fears, challenging those insecurities, challenging those belief systems that are really hindering you from being your most authentic self in relationships. Um, and most importantly, practicing self-love, practicing self-compassion, um, Right? It has taken years for you to develop your current attachment blueprint. And therefore, it will take a conscious effort for you to learn a different way of relating to yourself and others. So self-compassion is so, so important because doing this work is it's not a consistent perfect process, right? There are ups and downs. There are days where you do really great and then days where you take a step back and maybe revert to old ways of operating. Um, So we have to have grace with ourselves and self-compassion. But also, this is the most important work you can do for yourself because your relationship to self and others will most definitely, you guys, have a significant influence in your life. It completely dictates life satisfaction and happiness. And you deserve to be happy. You deserve respect. You deserve to feel supported and loved and cherished. And all of that starts with you. That's what's so beautiful about this is that we realize that all of that starts with you. It starts with ourselves. It starts with developing that relationship and trust with ourselves and really becoming whole within ourselves first and foremost. And if you are ready to make the shift to end your self-sabotaging patterns that hinder your ability to find, maintain, or end relationships by cultivating a secure attachment style um, and really just developing that secure self-blueprint, please send me a direct message on Instagram at the Jessica De Silva and just kind of letting me know, you know, what's going on for you? What are you experiencing? And we can talk a little bit more about that via um, direct message. Or you can learn more about my one-on-one uh, attachment coaching program. I've increased it to 10 weeks now. So it's 10 weeks of us getting to work together. Um, you can learn more about that on my website, jessicadesilvacoaching.com. And I am taking on a few more clients. So if this is something that you're really interested in diving into, which is just such transformational work, I am excited to connect with you and just teach you more about the program. So I hope this was valuable for you. I hope this gave you some kind of clarity or some kind of motivation or inspiration. Know that you are not alone. You are so not alone in these experiences. And I am rooting for you, wishing you the very best, and I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. If you enjoyed it, please rate it or leave a comment. Hearing your feedback just motivates me to create more content for you guys. I appreciate you so much, and I will catch you on the next episode.